What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Severe and Meh podcast. And today I'm joined by Brian Moore, who takes on Jordan Winsky this weekend at Bellator 263. Brian, I know I said uh, you're taking on Jordan Winsky. It was like, uh, it could have been anyone this weekend, the amount of opponent change you seemingly have. Has it been a, a mad week? What's it been like with, with uh, all the changes? Yeah, it's been a mad week, but Bellator pulled the stops and we have an opponent for Saturday and he's a worthy opponent. You know, uh, Jared, I trained very hard for him. Um, you know, he was a tricky southpaw who liked to, to yeah, kind of the white karate blade style stance and also like to wrestle. This guy's different, but, you know, I'm, um, I've been around the game a long time and I'm, I'm ready, you know. We've, we've done our homework since we landed. But yeah, as I was arriving in the hotel room, um, after a long flight, I got the word that 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 Scoggins had tested positive. Then they gave me a replacement, uh, Victor Henry. He was twenty and five, which I agreed to. But then he pulled out after accepting. So now we have Jordan Winsky. Well, I know you watched a bit of Jordan Winsky. I only heard about it not, not too long ago, so I haven't had a chance to look at him yet. What kind of a fighter is he? What, what have you seen? I looked at his record, and he has a pretty good record and some good names in it as well. And face some, you know, some pretty good opponents. What, what do you think of him? Having watched some of his fights. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty well rounded. Um, you know, it's hard to say. Would he, is he does he prefer striking or grappling? Because he does a bit of both. Um, he's pretty efficient at both. So, you know, I, I think um, I think he uh, you know he, he's a good opponent. I didn't want Bellator to try and pick up some guy, you know, a local guy with a poor record. I wanted to after all the training and hard work I've done, I wanted to put a, a good performance on against a good opponent. So they've got they've got. They've got that in Winsky, who's, I'm sure, preparing for another fight. And, you know, we get to find out on Saturday what he what he's like. Was there any hesitation at all to take the fight? I suppose when, when you're already over there, it, it's, it must be very hard to even think twice. Were you, were you just straight away saying, right, I'm taking this fight, I don't mind who it is, as long as it's, you know, somewhat good anyway? Um, yeah, well, like, when I landed, that all happened, and they gave me the opponent option of... of um, option that they gave me Victor Henry and I said yeah absolutely no problem and then when he pulled out they, they you know they offered me my, my purse my uh half my, my my show money as such and um I said no I want my full you know I want to fight number one mm-hmm. um that, that I didn't come over here to America to to have fun for a week without my family I came out here to fight you know what I mean mm-hmm. how important is it I suppose like during the coronavirus it's, it's been a tough time for everyone getting fights and stuff and I know coming out from your your last fight it's been what almost nine months now I suppose and you know after that fight everyone was talking about you it was like it was a fantastic performance and a very very good win and then you got uh, the rankings came out and you were in the rankings but like, and then there, I know these rankings can be a bit weird at times. But you fell out of rankings for no apparent reason, and now you're you're we're obviously the Eric Perez fight was supposed to be in the middle of that as well, which is a big name, and in my opinion, anyway, a very good stylistic matchup for you and fight. I I really fancy you to win. And what has the last nine months been like for you, like in terms of that? Like, there's been there's been a few ups and downs there, hasn't there? Yeah, there has. But look, at the the training has been constant. The focus has remained. And that's, you know, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy my training so much that I'm always able to revert back to that. And that's my savior in a way where I can, you know, I, I love doing it. So I'm always, I was always ready. Um, you know, the, the Perez fight was unfortunate. I got COVID. Um, and I, I basically went back training as soon as I possibly could. I actually went back too soon because I wanted to get that fight, a, a fight quick. But just with the with, with lockdowns and the pandemic itself, you know, it's it's now July thirty first. But 
with that being said, I'm in a much more fortunate position than most in Europe who haven't been able to fight, you know, and, uh, you know, I've, I've a good relationship with Bellator. I've, I've done good things for Bellator and, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've seen that and they put me on this card, uh, quite, quite a quick turnaround in the fact where I was meant to fight in Perez, like, you know, so, you know, I'm excited, man. I can't, I can't wait, but it's been a, it's been a roller coaster for everybody in, in, in the world. And especially with any MMA fighters in Europe, it's to get a, to get one fight in, in a year at the minute is, is, is excellent. Never mind, you know, getting two in. Yeah. What, what was it like, uh, getting better from, from the coronavirus? Uh, someone who's had it himself was grand for me because I was sitting on the couch for, for six weeks afterwards and I didn't have to do much. But for you, a uh, high level athlete trying to get back into uh, tip top shape, I know there's been a lot of people, a lot of different athletes, like from Paul Pogba to St. Maxim in the Premier League, who found it very difficult to get back into that shape. What was it like for you after, after having it? Look, I'm, I'm, well, I live a very, very healthy lifestyle, but I think, uh, you know, I got it while I was, you know, in, in a quite a deficit to make my way down to bantamweight. So it probably hit me a little bit harder um, than it would have, you know, than, than if I was just at a maintenance calorie amount and, you know, living life regularly. But um, I was okay, but my throat got real bad. And as a result, my breathing was affected. And then again, I, I rushed back. But I knew I'd rush back. I, I, <laughs> I fucking knew I would, but I still, yeah. you know, and I, I, like I should have uh, not, but it's, you know, like I said, I just love training and it was hard not to. But when I rushed back, I got worse again. But when I took the adequate time, done the right things, it was pretty plain sailing after that. I suppose it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of the, the people in your gym had it as well, and there's there's been a, a lot of kind of a movement, I suppose, in the gym over the last while. You know, Connor was only fighting not too long ago, and James has moved out to America, and Kiefer was out there for a while as well. What has it been like around the gym as someone who's I know you're I saw you on Instagram there not too long ago, and you were saying you're up and down three days a week, obviously from Wexford. Is there what's the gym like these days? Is is there still lots of good sparring for guys around your way? Or is, is the is there a different vibe these days than maybe than there was a while back? No, it's it's been pretty constant. Um, at the start of all this, there wasn't that many bodies on the mat with, you know, guys that, you know, uh, guys been out of the country, number one. Um, you know, I suppose people being reluctant to train and then just with the general restrictions. But right now we've, we've got, we've got good numbers again and on and the fight team and everybody is, is so unique in their style of the fight team, you know, that it's, it's quite easy to get, you know, good rounds. It's quite easy to pick different guys' brains on what what you might be, you know, curious about in a certain technique or a certain area. So, and that's what I've always loved about SPG. You know, it's many gyms will have very similar styles. Uh, each fighter, but or each fighter will, will have the same kind of style. But in SPG, we're all very diverse in our styles, so it's great. And you know, with the it was funny because with the Scoggins fight, um, I was sparring guys that came from a traditional background. But uh, I was I was on fire in training where I had to bring in you know uh, two and three different training partners per session to do shark tanks with me. So a lot of those were orthodox and kind of Muay Thai guys, which is similar to the opponent I have now. So thankfully I, I you know I wasn't just sparring the one style all this camp. It worked out well. A lot of people I've spoken to, you know, a lot, almost all the fighters have said to me, and maybe it's a little bit different for you because this is something you do normally. But a lot of people have said. 
because of the coronavirus, a lot for a lot of the time, it's just been kind of the pro teams or maybe maybe the the higher level amateurs. But there's been very little people in the gyms because the gyms have been shut, and there's been more one on one training or maybe more even one on one, you know, with, with your teammates. Is that something you found that's been a benefit for you throughout all of this, and not maybe having to to share coaches or share mat time as much as you maybe previously had uh, in, SB, in SBG? Anyway, I know down in your own gym, it maybe isn't as as big of an issue, but in SBG. Yeah, to be honest, uh, Sean, uh, at 65 to 70% of my training is done solo by myself anyway. So I was probably the most least affected athlete in, um, in this, you know, and, and I know that might sound a bit like, uh, I don't know, a lot of people wouldn't agree with that, that kind of training system that I have, but um, as a result, I, I've, I actually feel like I've gone much, much better. And I think my performances in the last couple of years have shown that, you know, that, you know, the coronavirus happens. I do a lot of training by myself, but it was pretty, it was pretty the norm for me. You know what I mean? Um, I have seen it in the gym though, where guys have that little bit more extra time and attention. The, the mats are less packed and they're able to put in more, uh, you know, probably better hours. Yeah. Is is it one of those things where when you are obviously by yourself, I was going to say sparring by yourself, that'd be fairly hard to do, but training by yourself and, and uh, getting, uh, you know, improving and, and, and hitting the bag and stuff like that, where we always talk about the improving the, the software while keeping the, the hardware uh, in tip top shape. Is that something you think maybe yeah. will give you longevity, you know, that you maybe Absolutely. aren't having those sparring sessions and it'll keep you going longer? Absolutely. Um, like we were back earlier in my career, I did spar hard. I do spar quite hard now but I'm a lot more like I, I treat every spar like it's a fight because not in the not in this in the sense where I'm going to knock someone out but the the nerves the intensity I try and mimic it as best I possibly can and what it does it makes me really focus in on it um, rather than just kind of playing as such and I think that's what a lot of people make their mistake that they'll spar two and three times a week but don't take it serious enough and they get hit a lot more you know what I mean um, with the individual training that I do you know, and I do a lot of pad work and things like that with my uh, striking coach. I think that really st- uh, stands well to me. You know, um, I feel like I've improved a hell of a lot more rather than getting into these kind of dog fights two and three times per week mm-hmm. where you're not really thinking about your technique or your game plan. You're more thinking about, you know, uh, fighting. And um, I don't think it's the best way, you know, and I, I think a lot of fighters have proven that over the last couple of years in particular. Yeah, it definitely seems to be something that's changing. Uh, for, for, I suppose, the, the medium to longer term then, like, where do you kind of see yourself over the next year? I know it's been it's been a tough couple of years, but I suppose there is some light at the end of the tunnel. There looks like there's going to be a London card coming up. They announced that. There's talks of the Irish card coming up as well. So maybe we'll be getting back into where you know people like yourself and, and others in Bellator will be able to get more constant fights. Do you see it as say even this weekend? It's a huge card. You know, I would argue probably the biggest Bellator card of the year with the best fight of the year on, on top of it. Do you see this as an opportunity to kind of stake your claim for a big fight and to move towards the top of that division? Absolutely, I have to be given a big fight next. Like even the Scoggins fight, you know, he was a ten and one guy, but he wasn't really that well known. Um, but you know, Bellator had a lot of hype themselves about him. You know, Scott Coker announced his arrival, and so I was like, right, Grant, I'll I'll smoke him, and you know, and and there'll be no ignoring. But realistically, I should be fighting a top five, top seven guy with what I've done, and with what I'm going to do on Saturday, I think I'll. You know, whatever they'd be in that position. 
And I suppose the last question, what, what, what are you going to do on Saturday? I know you lo- don't like giving um, uh, predictions that much, but we've, we've seen over your last few fights, your hands have looked like, uh, and I, excuse the pun, because the hands, obviously, you'd have had the hand injuries, but they've looked really, really good uh, despite of that. Is it a case of another one going out and letting those hands go and, and uh, uh, putting them on Jordan Winsky on, on Saturday night? Yeah, I'm going to finish this, man. And the finish is really, really important to me because... As, as good as the Bellator Bantamweight division is, I am in a division where guys are very happy to eke out these decisions, to, to raise their hand up after the, the bell goes and try and sway judges. I don't do that. That's not my style. And, and the performances can't be, you know, can't be overlooked. You know, whatever about rankings, whatever about anything else, you know, uh, if I'm putting back-to-back-to-back finishes, you know, uh, the Bellator brass and the world will have to, you know, take note and um, you know, I, I was I was meant to fight a top five two fights ago, and he pulled out. The look hasn't been really there, but all I can do, Sean, is focus on myself and for what I've done to my training, for my recovery, what I've added to this, uh, to my game, to to the longevity of it. Everything um, has been unbelievable. That's and and you're going to see that on Saturday night. I'm looking forward to Brian Virgin Media too for everyone in in Ireland and uh, you know her to watch it across the world BBC iPlayer as well if you're in the UK Brian I really appreciate the time thanks very much and best of luck on Saturday night thank you, thank you man